Welcome to the Class X Podcast, a podcast that looks at independent perspectives in American culture. I'm your host, Shukri. And today I focus on a topic that's fascinated me for many years. And the topic is about education and philosophy and sort of bringing up questions like, what's the purpose of all of this? Why are we doing this? Why are we focusing on what we're focusing on? And the article itself is actually a book review and it's called, What's So Great About great books courses and the the author is louis manon in the new yorker magazine i actually read this article and one of the books that he references called rescuing socrates i ended up uh, purchasing and i've listened to about two-thirds of it and it's it's a pretty good book in my opinion it's not the best book in this field which looks at basically the purpose of liberal arts education and a uh, great courses um philosophy but you know, it's it's still solid, and I just love talking about the subject. And so, I think in this this podcast, what I want you to get from it is, you know, this debate. Like, what's the purpose of of university or of school in general? It doesn't have to be university. Why are we there? And I think it's important to reflect on these questions because, you know, the first thing I think about in a class, if I'm teaching history or psychology, is what's this about? Why are you here? And I always go over that on the first day of school with my students, and I think it gives meaning to what you're doing. And if you don't have meaning, then you're kind of lost and you're just thinking like, what am I doing answering questions in the book? Why am I ex examining sources? And that that is actually another topic that, that I look at in this article, which is, is the purpose, let's say you're studying history, is the purpose for the history teacher to teach you to be a historian, which would be kind of like a much more like specialized focus, or is the purpose to try to get you to connect the, the sources or the and the content to your life. So that's sort of like one of the big debates here, because when you're debating the purpose of courses, you're kind of trying to figure out like, why are we doing this? Are we doing it to create many historians or English professors, or are we doing it because we want to make you a better person? And so that's another debate, right? And so it's, it's an interesting topic. And I think it's a topic that many people go through school. They don't even think about. And, you know, two of the books that I recommend in the podcast, which I have found to be the most fascinating are one by Fareed Zakaria in defense of a liberal education. Um, and the other one's called Socrates Cafe. I probably will do a podcast in the future on both because I like them so much. But those are really strong arguments for the liberal arts and just any kind of focus on sort of like a so Socratic way of edu of looking at education, focusing on the focusing on content that will allow you to learn more about yourself, which is really the point of the whole thing. So thanks for listening to the podcast. Um, I'm, I'm writing solo this week. Next week, John and I hopefully will be back looking at John Madden's life through a documentary because he was a guy who definitely influenced us as as children, as teenagers, as college students. Um, and as sports fans. So thanks for listening to the podcast. Please share it with a friend. And if you haven't, please subscribe to the podcast so you can get the updates when, when we release new, new episodes. So thanks for listening to Class X Podcast. I'll see you after the music. to the Class X Podcast, a podcast that looks at independent perspectives in American culture. I'm your host, Shukri, and today I'm going to be looking at an article 
titled What's So Great About Great Books Courses? And it's by Louis Manand in the New Yorker magazine. And this article is really about a topic that I'm fascinated by, which is education and how it's rooted in, in philosophy. And basically, like, what's the purpose of education? So this article, it's, it's a book review. And what I thought was interesting is it focuses on two books with the same theme. So the two books are by one is by Roosevelt Montez and is titled Rescuing Socrates, How the Great Books Changed My Life and Why They Matter for a New Generation. And the other one is by a, a scholar named uh, Arnold Weinstein and his book is called The Lives of Literature, Reading, Teaching, Knowing. And so, like I said before, it's basically focused on the same theme of we sh that say, you know, we should focus less on specialization and more on um, just a, a, a general liberal arts education. And so I'm currently listening to the Montez book, and I have a pretty good understanding of that book. I'm about two thirds into it, and I'm enjoying it. It's pretty good. I, I wouldn't honestly recommend it because I think there are better versions of this book. Of, or of this genre, which I'll go into in a little bit. But I, I think it's a, it's a, it's a solid book. Um, personally, I've always been interested in this idea of philosophy and education. You know, questions like, why are we in this class and studying this subject? What's the purpose? Why are we teaching? I, I really just love those big questions. And I, I think it's really important to go into these questions with students because students are always thinking that. And I think teachers need to have a legitimate explanation of what they're doing and why they're doing it. So this review is actually written by a professor who is also a teacher and, and teaches the great courses. So you get a critical review from someone in the profession, which is nice. I think it's a nice addition to this article. Um, so this type of book or the genre, it's typically a combination of, of memoir, criticism, polemic. So basically like, you know, telling about telling you about their lives, the professor or the author is, they're going to kind of criti criti be critical of texts, looking at texts like uh, Plato, Socrates, in this, in, in the Montez book, he looks at Freud, looks at many different famous works of literature. And then the polemic is like sort of explaining why the world is going to hell, you know, explaining why everything is bad or, or, or some things are bad. So it depends on your perspective, right? If you agree with a more critical perspective, you might like the book. If not, you might dislike the book. So I've always had an interest interest in the genre, as I said before, and I think it's really, uh, I don't know, it's intriguing to me, maybe as a teacher in the social sciences, I, I've worked in the field, so I kind of get what they're saying and the, what their experience is. Uh, m the best book in this genre, I think I would recommend two. One is called Socrates Cafe by Christopher Phillips, which is an excellent book. And if you even, you can even use YouTube search Socrates Cafe and see what I'm talking about. This this book really inspired a movement of people to study and discuss philosophy in a very practical, down to earth way, which I which I which I love. And then there's a book by Fareed Zakaria, who's a famous uh, political analyst, but he wrote a book called In Defense of of, of a Liberal Education, and it's really good. He wrote it about ten years ago. I think I read it 10 years ago, and it is an excellent argument for why we have the educational system that we have in the West. I think if you've ever wondered, you know, why don't we just teach students a trade at the age of 15 or 16? I think you'll you'll read that book and, and really understand the, the ideas behind it, understand 
why we've done what we've done and why a liberal arts education is important. So before I move on, let me define what the great courses teachers are teaching and arguing for more of in these books that are being reviewed. So they're basically, these are basically classes that focus on great works of literature, typically related to Western civilization. So, and in, in these courses, students will take a text and then they'll come to class and connect that text to their lives. So it's not like you're just analyzing the text because in a traditional class, you may take a text like uh, in a history class and you'll analyze it like a historian, which is a great skill to have. But what the great courses are saying is that you should focus more on connecting it to yourself because it's kind of about self-improvement, self-growth, even though they probably would hate me using that term. That's what it really is about. So the authors of these books feel like the university system has focused too much on specialization and not enough on the heart and soul of learning. The article basically makes the claim that this has been an age old critique of our, of our Western education, basically since the beginning in the, in the late 19th century. So here's a quote from the article, professors have been making the same complaints ever since the American research university came into being in the late 19th century. So it's interesting. I mean, and it makes sense. And I'll, I'll explain why it makes sense in a second. Another quote, the idea made its way into universities after 1900 as part of a backlash against the research model. So the great, if you think about it, the great books classes are in a sense, they're counterculture. It's countercultural. The goal is of the, the instructor to help students relate the text to their lives and sort sort of serve as an ideal of a life uh, that's been influenced by books, which is very different from what you typically would get at a university, right? More research based, or the professor, if it's in the liberal arts, maybe teaching the special the specialty, so or the, the specialized field. So personally, I I think you know I like that there's these courses aspire to to teaching in this way, I actually had an epiphany a few years back, which was this. Most students probably, and maybe this is what these authors were saying in their books, most students will never take a history class again or a psychology class because those are my subjects. And so I kind of had this epiphany after talking to many former students that that was it for them. And so I do think, I do understand the idea of, hey, take your content and try to connect it to their lives as best as you can, because this is the last time they may actually see that kind of content. So, you know, most people, they just move on to their jobs or or they or they go to college and they just focus on their specific major, which is related to a trade. So, you know, I do think there is there's basically there's a purpose to these great courses. So in that way, I actually disagree with the critique because I see I see an importance um, especially in a democracy um, for for something like this. So the author of this review thinks that these great courses professors think a little too highly of themselves. <laughs> He's a little critical of them. And he thinks that they should realize that people will gain knowledge about human nature and a lot of other things that literature emphasizes like compassion. But he basically says they can gain that knowledge in other courses like a psychology course or a sociology course or a history course. I agree. I mean, that's kind of, I think that's common sense. I agree. I also think that life itself experience 
is the best teacher. But I do believe that teaching is at its best when we are focused on connecting the content to the lives of the students. So I, I think that's a big theme in the book that I, the Montez book that I'm listening to. He, he's trying to connect it to his life as an immigrant. And he's basically saying like, look, this changed my life. So maybe it will change my student's life. So I am a little bit more compassionate of the books than the actual reviewer is in this article, but I think it's a, it's a still a great article to read. Um, also, and this is again, my opinion that the trend to teach many historians or many philosophers in the tools of the research-based university, I think that that's not very engaging to students. You know, once if, if there's a difference between lecturing, discussing text and connecting it to students' lives, you, you could see the engagement level increase in a classroom. But when you're just focused on the tools, like let's just read this source as a historian would. For most students, that's not really what they're interested in. Now, I'm not saying don't do it. I think it's very important and I do it all the time. But I, do, I think on when, when it comes to engagement and interest in education, it's not necessarily the best strategy. And that's just been my experience in the classroom for 12 years. So I think it's important to teach the tools of the trade, but the connection, that's the key. So, I mean, if you think about it, like which classes do you remember as a student? You know, for me, you know, I remember classes where the professor was engaging and interested in the topic, but also really connecting it to what was going on in my life. So I, I do understand what they're saying. I mean, that was my experience. I, I did come from a social science background. So maybe the social science experience is slightly different from the experience of, you know, math science. But, you know, it's something to think about, like, what was your your favorite class? You know, what was it? I'm sure the, the teacher was pretty enthusiastic and interested and and engaging with you in a personal way, even on in, in a non-classroom setting. When I was in college, I remember I would be interested in certain historians because I was studying American history, like Howard Zinn, because I didn't always agree with what they wrote, but I just loved the enthusiasm and the way he he connected his writing to to his life. So I just thought it was like he kept the whole to the topic becomes it's alive when when you do that. So I thought that was, you know, that was interesting. So I'll, I'll finish with this quote from the article, which I want to emphasize was a critique. So basically what you're getting is this this author critiquing the great courses, even though he's a teacher of it, and critiquing these books. So it's kind of it's a great read because you get the you get the debate when as you're reading it. And I'll you know honestly I didn't always agree with the authors of the books. I didn't always agree with the author of the article. But it was interesting to read about and reflect on, like, what do I actually believe? And that's why I found it pretty fascinating, because it gives you different perspectives. So here's here's the quote. It says, I, a teacher in the humanities can give students no greater gift than the revelation of the self as a primary object of lifelong investigation, which, you know, it all goes back to Socrates, right? It all goes back to that idea, like, you know, you're investigating yourself as you're reading through this content as you're reading through these sources. I mean, I think a therapist would agree with that. I think um, most philosophers would agree with that, that you're trying to learn about yourself through the content. And that's really the goal. And it goes back to Plato and Socrates, but and probably even further than that. 
but it's kind of like a continuous goal um, in education. And I do think that is sort of the education that uh, that they're, they're, these professors are looking for and a lot of students are looking for um, in the real world. So it's interesting, maybe, you know, think about, reflect on what you are interested in when it, or what you've connected to in your life um, when it comes to education. And was it connected to purpose or was it connected to something else? So next week, John and I will be back talking about a documentary on John Madden, who passed away a few weeks ago. And, you know, it's you know interesting to look at his life and how he's influenced. I know he's influenced a lot of 30, 40 year olds just by from the video game. And so John and I will look at that and sort of talk about his life and his influence over us as sports fans. And um, yeah, I appreciate you guys listening. Thanks for subscribing. And please share the podcast with a friend. See you next week on the Class X Podcast.